You are listening to Open Mic Spotlight with Heavenly Holt. Open Mic Spotlight is a weekly podcast featuring intimate conversations and performances with both local and touring musicians and artists. Take a closer look at all the wonderful talent and culture the Chattanooga music scene has to offer. Open Mic Spotlight is currently looking for future episode sponsors. Sponsorship benefits include spoken ads on episodes and logos and written ads on iTunes and social media. All funds go directly to the production and marketing of each episode. If you would like to sponsor or hear more details, please contact me at heatherleeholt at openmicspotlight.com. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic Spotlight. I am your host, Heather Lee Holt, and today we have Danny. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Well, we are going to start out with a song. What are you going to play for your first song? I am going to play a song that I wrote actually not too long ago. It's called Together Finally. And see what it holds Yeah, you filled my night with color When you walked the floor You don't need to know now, girl What I'm feeling You just got to know, got to know That it's real You already know what I'm gonna ask When I look in those eyes Let's just have a good time Come dance with me Dance with me. 
So, Danny, are you from Chattanooga? Yes and no. My parents moved here when I was in sixth grade. I was born in New Jersey. So you moved with them? I moved with them, yes, because, you know, food and shelter. (laughs) And I came here when I was in sixth grade, and I've been here ever since. What school did you go to? I went to Spalding. It's a little Adventist school. In Cleveland? It's in Collegedale. Cool. And then did you go to Lee? No, I went to Southern Adventist University. It's like Lee, but they have church on Saturdays. And then I finished nursing school and became a nurse and started doing music. When did you officially start music? I started playing keys when I was seven. And I did piano and violin all throughout middle school, high school. Did your parents push for that? Yeah, very much so. I was just a classical pianist and couldn't dream of a seventh chord or anything. And, <laughs> and, your, and your mom's like, you're taking piano. And my dad. My mom couldn't care less. But my dad definitely pushed for that. And I started choir when I was in seventh grade. In school? Yeah, school. Didn't start taking it seriously till like my sophomore year in high school. And then I started getting into like a bunch of acapella groups. Anyway, I started singing by myself when I was like college-ish. I did some a little bit in high school, but it was just like choir solos and stuff like that. When I was in college, I started doing just different things. Not church music or not choir music. Yeah. You know, just, just random, random music. And started playing with people. Yeah. I realized I wanted to do music after I came back from being a student missionary. What? made you realize that Uh, i sound like such a hippie every time (laughs) i explain this so i've always just wanted to help people that's how i feel useful in this Mm -hmm. abyss that is the world that's why i started nursing you know i love science and i love helping people so i went to chad a country in africa i did some mission nursing there and we got evacuated early for a couple different reasons civil unrest all that good stuff and i went to a navajo reservation and did the same thing you know just some mission nursing And through that whole experience, I kind of realized that there's only so much you can do with your hands. You know what I mean? There's only so many people you can help one at a time. So I just wanted to affect people with my ideas. And I toyed around with the idea of becoming a politician. (laughs) I just feel like music was just the thing, you know? music heals. It does. It It really does. In a bunch of rough times, I realized that music's what got me through. And these first world problems or whatever really do affect many people and mental health. And that's a big thing, you know? Mm -hmm. happiness starts with the brain it does very much so health starts with the brain says the nurse (laughs) says the nurse (laughs) let's do another song why don't you do a cover i think i'll do isn't she lovely stevie wonder oh i love stevie wonder so much isn't she lovely Isn't she wonderful? Isn't she pretty? Less than one minute old I can't believe true love could be Making one as lovely as she But isn't she lovely? Made 
best Oh, I'm so happy She has been heaven blessed I can't believe what God has done Through us he's given life to one That's so very lovely No, you cannot. Oh my goodness, I love that song so much. And I bet people love when you play it. Yeah, people just connected that song. Awesome story. Do you watch Arrow? What is it? Arrow is a fantastic TV show. I'm obsessed with that show and the younger sister of the main character, Arrow. So she was at Comic-Con or something, Dragon Con, whatever, in Atlanta. And I was playing this song at, at this event in Atlanta. And I look out at the crowd and I see a girl that looks exactly like her. I was like, oh my goodness. And I was thinking this while I while I was playing. Afterwards, I went down and I was like, hey, you look exactly like this girl from Arrow. And she was like, oh my goodness. I get that all the time. <laughs> and I was like, cool story, bro. See you later. <laughs> and then my friend texted me the other day and they're like, hey, you're on her Instagram story. <laughs> it was this girl. It was her. It was her. <laughs> I get that all the time. Uh, it was AKA, her. Hey, that's me. And like... I feel like I would have investigated a little more because it was like, it was, I mean, it was her. Like, it was stupid similar. But I didn't because she was like trying to hide. I just thought that was hilarious. And that's one of the things I think of when I play the song. So, you have a band. Yeah, kind of. So, a lot of my music is very synthy, funky, all that good stuff. So, it just works best with a band. I mainly play with a trio. I'll usually, you know, play keyboard and uh my friend chris plays bass and my friend braxton plays drums when it's a big show i'll probably have like five people on there so that i don't have to play keys so how do you know these people that are in your band mainly school i went to high school with chris and braxton i met because i played at a band at southern so they have this event called studio 4109 which is just like saturday night live but for the school my other friend, Nate, he usually plays keys. He's a monster keyboard player. He's out in Nashville doing awesome things. Whenever Braxton can't make it, he'll get me another drummer. And then I just kind of fill in with a guitarist. Stage two actually started out a duo. Really? This story pains my heart. Can we hear it? Yes. Stage two started out uh, with m- me and my friend Stevie, one of my best friends on this planet. So we went to high school together and... We were kind of acquaintances for most of high school, but after high school, we we got really close. I honestly don't even know when it happened. We were in college, same place too. 
yeah, we just got close and I said that I wanted to do music for real and I asked him to help me and he said, yeah. I mean, nothing really happened. There wasn't like a falling out or anything. It was just life got busy. It was just wasn't his priority. That's good that you're still friends. and I'll do anything for that guy. He's awesome. He's down in Orlando now. Oh, cool. Doing his business thing. and mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're doing the music thing and I you're rocking it. hope he's watching because I got a lot of love for that guy. The first recording of Stage 2 sounds totally different from the stuff now. Because his music style is very pop punk. Third Eye Blind is his thing. He's one of the best drummers I know. He's an amazing guitarist. Now stage two has kind of morphed into like a stage name. Well, let's do another song and let's then song. talk about festivals. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> uh, you want an original? I would love an original. You would love an original. We're All right. Play. This is a song. It's called What About Us? It's one of the first songs that I wrote at stage two. There's a group of like four songs that I wrote like all at once right at the very beginning. The tune came to me while I was at the hospital working because I'm a nurse. I don't know if I've said that already. It just came to me and I could not get it out of my ear. And in my head, I named it Stevie Wonder like tune because that's just kind of what it reminded me of. Just like was stuck in my ear. This chord progression just came. And uh, here it comes. Take this chance with me 
happy. So lovely. Didn't end happy. I love that song. Yeah. It just brings back all the good memories of long hair, love. But I could totally <laughs> feel like the Stevie Wonder. Moment. Yeah. It wasn't like a particular song that I listened to or anything. It was just the tune and the chord progression. I was just like, this is just what it is. And for the longest time, me and Stevie called it the Stevie Wonder song. <laughs> I don't think Stevie even knows the, the title of it. What's yet. the name of it now? What about us? What about us? Oof, I had Which, to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> AKA Stevie Wonder song. Yeah. Okay. It's always going to be called the Stevie Wonder song. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh, it's time to talk about your first festival, which <laughs> happened this year, which was at Music Midtown, right? Music Midtown. Yeah. I wasn't even there for the whole festival because I got sick. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. So the reason I went to Music Midtown, first off, I'm not really like a big... I like the idea of festivals. Okay. You can't say you're not a big festival person <laughs> if you've never been to a festival. <laughs> well, I'm not a huge like party person. Like I just get tired. It was fantastic. Yeah. My body could only take one day. <laughs> and then you got sick. What then kind of sick. sick? It was just like a cold. It okay. lasted till now. It's been like, I found out about Music Midtown at work. Uh, one of my friends, she's an avid festival goer. Okay. And she was like, hey, Bruno Mars is going to be at Music Midtown. And I... Oh. You kind of stopped in your tracks. Oh, when she said Bruno Mars, I like popped a boner on the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I love Bruno Mars so much. <laughs> and you're like, well, festivals are sounding pretty nice oh right now. Oh my goodness, I love Bruno Mars so much. And so I, I didn't get tickets to his last to his tour, the one that that's going on right now. It was just stupid expensive. It was yeah. like two hundred dollars a ticket. At that moment, I just couldn't. I just couldn't do that. And tickets to Midtown were like 150 something like that. I could justify it because it was a bunch of different people, you know? A bunch of different people were on the ticket. and It's worth it for one day. Yeah, I'd never been to a festival before and I was like, what the heck? Let me just do it. Atlanta one's an easy one to get into. I have a bunch of friends in Atlanta and there was there was one friend uh, that, I, that I wanted to hang out with and we said we were going to go to a festival with. He'll come back into the story. So I got the tickets and I was just like, okay, I'm here to see Bruno Mars. That's my goal. So I went to the stage where Bruno Mars is and it was Dua Lipa tuvlo this band called vintage trouble they were amazing and big sean and then bruno mars anyway so i we got there at like 11 30 and we we like worked our way to the front and i was like second row by the time bruno mars got there and it was amazing i was jamming out with my friend john marrow who you can catch on the voice he's actually on the voice now really yeah right now yeah or last night yeah he was on the voice he's amazing we were jamming out and i get back to the hotel room and i'm just like dying and I wake up the next day and I'm like, you can't do it. I saw Bruno Mars. Life's good. I can die now. It's good. <laughs> and let's play another let's song. Let's play another song. Let's do another cover. Another cover. Ooh, what you going to do? What am I going to do? Let me just get this hard song out of the way. But I just love this song so much. What, what is it? Lay Me Down by Sam Smith. Yes, I do. I believe one day I will be where I was right there, right next to you. And it's hard, the days just seem so dark. The moon and the stars are nothing without you. Your touch, your skin, where do I begin? No words can explain the way I'm missing you tonight. 
This emptiness, this hole that I'm inside These tears, they tell their own story Told me not to cry when you were gone But the feelings overwhelm me It's much too strong Can I lay by your side Next to you To you And make sure you're right I'll take care of you I don't want to be here if I can't be with you tonight I'm reaching out to you Can you hear my call? Oh, this hurt that I've been Like crazy, you can I lay by your side next to you, to you, and make sure you're right. I'll take care of you. to be here if I can't be with you tonight Laying me down tonight Lay me by your side Lay me down tonight I just I love those songs where it's just like stabbing the feelers. You just you just don't know what to do after you hear it, you know? Yeah, I do too. I'm all about songs like that. I was listening to a song on the way here. Actually, another plug for an artist I'm not related to at all. His name is Immortal Technique. He's been rapping forever, and he has a song called "You Never Know." I don't know if it's his story or like someone he knows, but it's about this girl that he falls in love with and she like runs away and he never knows why. And then he finds out it's because she had a blood transfusion and she got HIV. Anyway, she dies. Spoiler alert. If you ever listen to the song, (laughs) she dies by the end of the song. Yeah. It's just such a crazy, awesome song. There's pure love out there. There is. So many people settle for so much less. True. 
Right. Now let's talk about your beatboxing. <coughs> My beatboxing. <laughs> Do yeah. It, do it again. Do it again. So, um, I always love doing this where it's like, where it's like coming, like walking by the club, and then you're walking in. So you should use that and like loop it in or something. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I used to. So I used to loop a lot. I play guitar too. And I just, I just feel like everything I write on guitar sounds really basic. And also the sounds for my music. So I do a lot of like funky synth driven songs. It's hard to do that on guitar. Very very keyboard driven. I think it's time for another song. Time for another song. What you gonna sing? Nothing. We're gonna make a song together. You want to cover? You want to, you want an original? Ooh, okay. This is my favorite song I've ever written. This is an original. This is an original. And what's the name of it? Uh, It's called Love is the Answer. Truly make us strong 
United will conquer the whole world in love In a world where we all belong So brother help me Help me believe that there is hope for love And sister help me Help me believe that there is hope for love Cause love is the answer Love is the way So give me some love Give me some faith Love is what he song you're all about those feelers aren't you you're like let me like just take all your feelers <laughs> put them in a bowl and smash them up yeah i love that that song. was a beautiful song thank you so much when i wrote it it was like two in the morning and i couldn't fall asleep and i got this song idea in my head just a i was just like oh, i'm gonna have to get up on the guitar and i got up and i worked on it for like 30 minutes and it was done it just Came out, flowed. Just, yeah. Well, let's talk about some musical influences for a minute. We know Ooh. that you <coughs> love Stevie Wonder, mm, yes. some John Mayer. What else? I grew up only listening to like religious music because my parents are really like conservative. Yeah. Um, Lincoln Park was my guilty <laughs> pleasure when I was a kid. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, Lincoln Park was was what I listened. Because you were little when they were out. Yeah, I was a kid. Yeah. The Live and Text album. What I thought I was so cool listening to it. And my such a rebel. I was such a rebel. Oh my god! I grew up just listening to to religious music. But the soundtrack to Free Willy, Michael Jackson was on it. Yes. And I 
listen to that on repeat. I loved it and too. And even even back then, I loved Michael Jackson. I still I yeah. adore Michael Jackson. I listen to these groups. Uh, for example, Sela. Sela is how I learned how to harmonize. It's three of them, but it's a brother and sister that mainly do the singing, and so I learned both parts, and that's how I learned how to harmonize and all that stuff. Anyway, so I learned a bunch from that, and then I started listening to Michael Bublé. <laughs> that was my bad boy where yeah. I first started going. You know, I own his entire discography. Yeah, yeah, I do too. I love Michael Bublé. He's amazing, and the songs that he sings are classic. Oh, he introduced me to all the Crooners music. Yeah. I started listening to Sinatra, Sammy Davis Jr. Let me just say Dean Martin so I can say the whole Rat Pack. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but just just all that era, I started listening to that. Then I slowly started listening to, I don't know. I just tried to catch up. I literally would try to catch up because I, I would hear my friends like singing to like Rocky Top and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Or like uh, Journey and I'm like, I've never heard this. <laughs> I just fell in love with all of it. What I listen to a lot nowadays, a lot of Bruno Mars. I love Bruno Mars. I mean, still listen to a lot of Michael Jackson, a lot of Stevie Wonder. Have you heard Calvin Harris's new album? I think so. I've heard a little bit of it. Oh my goodness, it's amazing. As far as a, from a production standpoint, yeah. Because at this point, I'm like trying to produce all my own music. I send it off to like mix and master because I'm not a master at that yet. Yeah. Um, as far as production, I've been listening to a lot of '90s hip hop, '90s R&B. I love the production of '90s R&B yeah. and hip hop because it's it's so simple. It's normally just like drums. Yeah, it is simple. It's it's but it's but it's raw and it's real. And it's so like it's so groovy. Mm. Like my goodness. Like no scrubs. Oh my goodness. I yes. was listening to that uh yesterday. Scrubs gotta get no love from me. Yeah. Anyway, I listen to all kinds of stuff. I listen to a lot of Alan Stone. Okay, yeah, he's brilliant. He's amazing. People say that these days I'm sounding more like him the way I sing, which I don't know if I'm too crazy about it because I love you're the way you sing. You're crazy because your voice is beautiful. Thank you so whether much. Whether you're sick or not. <laughs> it's like stellar. I, I really, really appreciate that. Growing up, I wasn't really a singer, like at all. My sister was a singer. I was like a keyboard player. I just love it. Okay, on every show, I ask the guests to give a tidbit of advice to musicians Ooh. or non-musicians or in life, what advice could you give to the world? Just invest in people. Give as much of yourself as you can while you can. That's good advice. That's all. That's all I. What you give to the world, the world gives back. I truly believe that. Sooner or later. And on that note, on that we're going to do our last song. Our last song. And that's a beautiful segue to my last song. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast tonight. Of course. I'm so glad. Actually, I want to I wanna say this too. If there's one person watching or two people watching. We tried to do this last time. <laughs> and I thought she had a keyboard. And she <gasps> didn't. <laughs> How long ago was this? This was like a year ago? Was it a year? No, It was like six ago. months. I was like, ooh shoot well i guess i'll be back she's like yeah cool and then we kind of like lost contact i was like where's your stuff you're like what you, i can't play your piano i was like you mean the one that's out of tune i was like oh and it was kind of a crazy day so i was kind of like what is i happening? felt bad i felt really bad I'm, I'm it was just funny anyways thank you so much for of course it was very much a pleasure what are you gonna play I'm going to play a song I learned last night on the keyboard because today I played for Mental Health Awareness Day over at Southern Adventist University. And whenever I find myself in a bad place, I just tell myself I have to get out of wherever I am and just see the beauty in the world. And so What a Wonderful World is the song. Mm -hmm. 
Passing by, I see friends shaking hands, saying how do you do? But all the while they're saying I love you. I see babies cry. I watch them grow. I know they'll learn. Open Mic Spotlight is currently looking for future episode sponsors. Sponsorship benefits include spoken ads on episodes and logos and written ads on iTunes and social media. All funds go directly to the production and marketing of each episode. If you would like to sponsor or hear more details, please contact me at heatherleeholt at openmicspotlight.com.